0: Jose Thompson lives life unapologetically. The fun-loving, carefree bachelor isn't too attached, isn't too quick, excuse me, to attach himself to responsibilities or relationships after the woman he loved left without saying goodbye. Focused only on his family, friends, and funds. Jose finds it difficult to remain detached when tragedy plants an unexpected houseguest at his front door. When Cartier-Williams witnesses a crime and has to run, return, Lord, to her hometown, there's only one person she wants to stay with, Jose. Years have passed since they first met, and Cartier isn't the fragile, awkward teenage girl she used to be. Instead, she's a woman in need of safety, security, and a man worthy of her submission. What starts out as kindred spirits experiencing each other as adults quickly morphs into a more intimate exchange, one that has Jose wanting to retrieve his heart from his ex. There's only one problem between the Cassetti's adults, and that's the expiration date on Cartier's trip. As soon as it's safe to return home, Cartier plans to leave, even if that means taking Jose's already broken heart with her baby baby let's get into the things darling hello and welcome to the bibliophile bookcase i'm your host erica the bibliophile okay hey. i don't know if it's this book or the book i'm gonna talk about next episode that's my favorite but the two are head and head in this series now i have not read oh my bad today's episode <laughs> is miss b loves part four in the mr series now i believe all books are standalone but you know they're a collection um but anyway mr concierge (laughs) mr jose mr jose yeah i think this one might be my fave i I, thought too good too good too good let's get into it because i'm hype so let who do i want to introduce first where where, where i want to go where i want to go where i want to go um let's start with Cartier. so Cartier's boyfriend broke up with her and moved out of the apartment so she was supposed to go to work but she decides you know to call off stay home she want to drowning her feelings it's like this motherfucker just broke up with me and moved out like basically back to back like damn didn't even get her no time to process the shit before he was out the dump so then we have she hears some shit going on next door she hear her uh her neighbor scream and for some reason well she calls the police first but then for some reason she opens the door and this is where me had to put the book down I said baby we black we don't go investigate nothing I'm so sorry that happened to her but she would have been on her own but anyway Kanye opens the door and she sees this man like attacking Ashley and she says hey the police have already been called so, of course, the man is distracted and he turns to her and Ashley pulls off his mask. So, oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, Then. So, Cartier sees his face. And he turns around and puts his mask back on and shoot Ashley twice. And when she hears a gunshots, then Cartier take off running back to her apartment. It's like, so she should have never came out. But. She runs to her place. What she do? She put a dresser like in front of the door, some shit like that. But anyway, and she go running, high and so she's able to see this man. He busts into her apartment, which she's in LA. I don't know how cops work. I don't know what type of neighborhood she's staying in, because depending on the neighborhood, they might get there a little faster. But I want to know how. Because she, she called the cops before she opened the door. So you don't call the cops, told them that something is going on, and then you open the door to interact with this man. He also shoots this woman. And you have time to run back into your apartment and put like a dresser or a chair in front of the door. And he has to break that down to still get into your apartment that's what i'm trying to like where are the cops because how long did it take them to get there because i feel like when he was taking the time to try to break in to her apartment because it ain't like he shot the doorknob off and just went in this nigga like was pushing himself up against the door to get in let me tell y'all how stupid i am for that moment of silence <laughs> that y'all might hear listening back to this episode my dumbass was like doing the motion of like ramming myself into a door it's like bitch they can't see you this is a podcast my like, <laughs> so, um and when he gets in and it's like you have to fight your way through the door and push whatever she had up against the door because it's slipping my mind what it actually was out the way but anyway he gets into her apartment and is, like, rummaging around. He finds her purse, which I'm trying to understand. It's like, nigga, if she saw your face and saw you shoot somebody, why are you worrying about what's in her purse? Because um, even then, I feel like the cops should have been there by then. But anyway, he goes to her purse. He steals money out of there, and then he um, grabs her ID. And so he just says into her apartment if... The police find out about this. Well, they're going to find out about it. But if the police find me, I know who you are and I know where you live. It's like, nigga, of course you know where she lived. You was breaking in to the other place. But anyway, he still manages to get away. And of course, it's like almost as soon as he leaves, here come the fucking cops want to ask all these questions. Like, man, fuck y'all. Where the fuck was y'all just at? But we ain't going to go there. Um. So... You know, she tells her part of the story, but she didn't tell them that she knew what the guy looked like. She just like, you know, I heard the noise. Uh, My neighbor been shot. That's basically it. And so she calls her brother. Her brother is like a big time rapper. His name is Saint. And she's like, you know, I need to get away. I cannot stay here. So he's like, yeah, of course, you know, but he was on tour. I believe, so. he like, he finna drop, she's like, no, I don't need you to do all that, um, I'll go stay with our friend, so then we're introduced to Jose, Jose is, what do, what do I want to call him? he's like a, he, he is not like, he is a businessman, he runs his own company, um, he has a place called The Tower, where, what, like an apartment complex or something yeah basically an apartment complex and he also runs a bd bdsm club so you know he's a businessman and he's i wouldn't say best friend but him and saint are cool so with him and saint being friends and growing up together he also grew up with cartier so it's just like they they know each other so saint calls him and tells him that this situation happened with cartier and Jose is like, well, you know, praying for her. Do y'all need anything? And he's Satan's he's like, well, now that you mentioned it, she said she wanted to come stay with you. And so it threw him off at first. But he's like, of course, send, send her to me. And I feel like it was underlying underlying attraction between the two. But they never, like, really did anything about it. And Jose is coming up on the year of his girlfriend... Walking out on him and not seeing anything. It's like he couldn't find her. There's no trace of her nowhere. She literally just left. And so, ever since then, like he'll have sex with women, get his rocks off, but that's as far as it goes for him. So, so Akartia shows up, and of course, you know, she's shaking up. She's like, I just need to stay here till. I can basically shake this and get my head back on straight. Now, Ashley did not die, but she's in the hospital. She was shot in the head, and I believe either in the neck or in the shoulder. So, you know, it's it's real tight. And he's like, you know, yeah, of course, take your time. Ain't no need to rush, nothing like that. So, it's like, and then, so she's having to battle Mending her own broken heart and then with the fact that there's somebody out there with her license that knows who she is And where she lives so they could come back to her apartment anytime And then the same boyfriend see when I say you niggas ain't shit The same boyfriend that just dumped her and moved out so quickly All of a sudden is all over social media acting like he praying for her And he's so upset with himself that he was not there to be there for her and but the messed up see but you doing all that shit online but he don't actually reach out to her and check on her so it's just like you being real performative online but nigga you're not actually calling to check on me see how i'm fucking doing and so it's just like this nigga he's so fake and her and jose like i said it's an underlying thing but he taking care of her uh what is it? They start working out in the morning. Like she find out about his BDSM club and she wants to go. She's like, you know, that sounds like something I need. I, I want to check that out. He he's like, uh. and although he's shutting down the fact that anything can happen between them, he's also like, shit, I don't want her doing that with anybody else either. So no, nah, that's not, that's not going to work for me. And so like, what? That don't make no sense so then she started pouting because he's like i'm not wait hold on i think i'm getting it wrong she's she asked him to be her dom like you know for my time being here and will you teach me the ropes of this he's like no i don't do that i don't participate in that he's like you know i run the club i participate in my little scenes but as far as having an active sub the answer is no so she pouts until she gets her way and they start forming their relationship and it's going great basically like you know two soulmates finally coming together that's how good it is i was just like oh my god jesus when is it my turn but um you know i love this for my girl cartier is getting loved how she needs to be loved and at first saint was against them like getting together only because he knew what Cartier had just went through and he knew what Jose had been through. And you would think it's a big brother protecting his little sister, but it's actually the opposite. He tells her, like, you know what he's going through and you know the type of man he is. Like Jose falls in love easily. He's that kind of guy. It's like if you get if what am I trying to say? If you love him. Properly in his love language, like, basically, he's yours forever. And so, Saint told her, you know, don't start nothing with him. And then you're going to go back to your life in L.A. and leave him here um, in Memphis. Basically, to pick up the pieces again. But she ignores him. And, you know, then the relationship started and they got into the group or whatever. But they do have the conversation. Because she mentions, like, at some point when um the police catch this guy my life is in la but as they're having a conversation you know she admits that she doesn't necessarily have to be in la she just went like trying to gain some freedom but she don't there's nothing holding her in la so she doesn't have to so it was something to think about like she could actually stay there and their relationship could become stronger so as they're finally coming to that realization that this is a quote-unquote real relationship. The girlfriend that up and left pops back up. But not only is she back. The bitch is back with a baby. And yes, I'm calling her a bitch. But we're going to get there. Um, So, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? So he asked her, like, is this baby mine? And she says yes. And he's like, he has questions because it's just like, I'm not just taking your word for it. He's like, well, we're going to get a test done and, you know, we'll go from there. And she like a little shook up. And he's like, there's no way you thought you was just going to pop back up with a baby and say, he's yours. There we go. Like, no, I need some some uh what is it no i have some questions and you're gonna answer them so the story that she came up with that made sense to her was there's a guy that jose had problems with and he kidnapped her he came to her and told her that she had to go with him or he was gonna kill her so she left and it's like girl that shit don't even make no sense. What is you talking about? And so, like, how did you get away? And her answer is not... He's like, man, what the... What is it? And, like I said, Jose, like, he make money. He's a businessman. So he's doing good for himself. But he's not a flashy type of dude. He owns expensive things. A guy, like, designer things. But it's not, like, the flashy shit that motherfuckers be doing. So, old girl left and went... With the other guy, because he was more flashy, and that's what she wanted. I'm like, girl, what? You being loved and treated right by a nigga like Jose, and you leave that just because somebody flashy and, you know, want to be seen and all that type of shit? I said, girl, you so fucking stupid. And when that shit got boring and didn't work out in her favor, then she thinks she could just run and see. That was another thing that pissed me off. I'm like, when you get a quote-unquote good man... The fact that you think he's just always going to be there and you can go live your life for a year and then just come back and think he's just going to welcome you back with open arm. It's like, yeah, I'm a quote unquote good dude. And he's not even putting that title on himself, but I'm just speaking in the, the realm of when people say what a good man is. Jose falls into those terms. So it's like, yeah, I'm a good man, but I'm not an idiot. And you're not just finna, like, play on my top like this. So uh, he's looking at her weird, but he let her stay in one of the um, apartments. I think it's, like, right next door to his place. And Cartier offers, she's like, you know, I could leave because y'all need to figure this situation out. And Jose is like, what? Nobody asked that? Like, I'm not running back to her just because she popped back up? Like, No this is us now and you know he tells her like i i love you we working on this like we have built up this relationship like yeah i missed her and it was crazy how she just left but that doesn't mean that i just automatically drop you and disregard you and you'll feel like come on now who do you think i am and so you know it's just like girl what the what the fuck? what's going on so anyway, they get the test done because he took the baby to his parents' house because it was getting kind of uh oh that's what it was. Um the ex-girlfriend was actually staying in his house with them in the extra in the guest bedroom and then that's when cartier offered to leave because things was getting tense because she kept saying a little slick shit to cartier even though cartier is trying to be real peaceful like you know i'm not trying to get in between this like you coming back y'all need to figure this out that's your all situation but the ex comes in the door and one day when he was out she tells uh the ex tells cartier like don't you want to leave so he can have his family, you know, like he's gonna want his family and raise our baby together. So Cartier was gonna leave, and he's like, No, you're not going nowhere. She can leave, but you're gonna stay right here. And he tells her, you know, when the results come back, we're gonna figure something out. And so when the results do come back, of course it's not his fucking baby. And that's why I call her a bitch. Because, like, not only did you leave this man. Thinking you could just come back, but then you come back with a baby for somebody else. And um and I think actually that's when the story came out when he found out the baby wasn't his. I just got ahead of myself. Cause it was like, girl, you got some fucking nerve. But when he gets the test results back that saying he's not the father, he's like, So what's the real story? And that was the story, like the man was more flashy, more fun, and that's what she wanted. Um, and so he's like, Well, I'm not just gonna throw you out because you don't have anything but you can stay here i think he gave her three months which is more than generous because bitch fuck around with me you got like i give you three weeks you get weeks instead of months but he gave her three months to get on her feet so that's basically like but you got time to get out and go find a job get you a babysitter and land you on your feet somewhere else but after that like don't contact me no more don't say shit to me Just go back to wherever the hell you came from. And I'm going to continue to act as if you never existed. And that was the end of that. So then with Cartier, she decides that she's going to stay in Memphis. It's like, why the fuck would I leave the man of my dreams just to go back to a city that I don't really want to be in. And living in a house where I I was witness to a crime like that. And still saying the same. So she's like, no. So, um, the ex-boyfriend, who was acting old, so concerned online, but didn't hit her up, tells her that he'll drive down, like, with her stuff, basically bring her stuff to her, meet her, so she can have her stuff from that apartment. And, well, the stuff that she wanted, because everything else she basically going to get rid of. Anyway, so she agrees, and when she meets up with him she's hopping in the back of the truck to climb uh to get the stuff but there's a guy there with the ex-boyfriend and next thing you know they're trying to like snatch her up which she fought but then they did snatch her up and she's like you know what are why are you doing this what what is the reason and the ex-boyfriend was actually a part of what was supposed to be a robbery because he thought she wasn't gonna be there because she was supposed to be at work um and so he's like you know you saw my dude face and she had been working with the police so she's like if you talk my boy could go to jail and so we can't have no witnesses and so um i think jose had called her and he had her location so he was able to find her because they had took her as by the water and uh the ex-boyfriend knew she didn't know how to swim, but her time there with Jose, Jose had not teach her how to swim. So instead of shooting her how he planned, he just tossed her ass um, in the body of water thinking she was going to drown. But she actually swam to like a different location. And when she got back up on land, Jose was there like with the phone pressed up to his ear with a gun in his hand and he had shot both of them. And so she calls his name and he was just like, oh my baby, like girl, I love you so much. Like, ooh, I knew someone, right? And uh <laughs> so then they they get engaged and you know, like they're getting married. And it's like, girl, you the best thing that ever happened to me. I love it. it was ah I love this book so it was so cute, but, but yeah, Jose, Jose might be my favorite book bay right now. Saint I for what it was, I appreciated Saint Story. But yeah, this is my favorite. So that's the end of this book. I'll see you guys in the next episode where we get into part five of the Mr. Series with Saint and Harmony. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.